Is it on Twitter? We are live. Welcome in. DMVR Fantasy, better known as DMVR <laughs> Debates, DeAndre Swift's Fantasy Viability, the which gang, is yeah. truly what we enjoy doing. <laughs> the gang yells at each uh, other. <laughs> the gang yells at each other. <laughs> like like a, an It's Always Sunny episode. We are switching up the format because there's a ton to talk about. It was really the week of the backup running backs, but I'm... Uh, that's that should have been the title yeah. of our show, uh, but it's obviously I only come up with buried. it late. Exactly, it's getting buried. But we're gonna we're gonna eat some crow. We're gonna celebrate some I'm wins. Pretty hungry, dude. I think I have a lot of crow to eat. Wow, uh, tapeworms could come with that crow though. So mm, so beware, beware. That's right. Duly noted. <laughs> that's right. That could be a crow when you double down on a bad take. That's kind of the the tapeworms coming to get you. <laughs> so I would say. My biggest like pat on the back this week is Jamal Williams. Jamal sure. Williams with the Packers comes in. That was phenomenal. Actually, I'm I'm kind of disappointed I haven't been pounding the Jamal Williams train for more. And even if Aaron Jones comes back, I think Jamal Williams as a flex option could still be viable. Henry, how many wide receivers caught passes for the Packers in the game? Two. Two receivers caught passes for the Packers in the game. That's notable. And uh, one of those was Malik Taylor, who had two catches for six yards. The other was Devontae Adams, who had 13 for 196 and two touchdowns. Yeah, I just want to say, though. Which is just crazy. The, the Packers seem to me like a team that, like, one person is going to go off every week, but you can't really tell who it's going to be. Because, like, I think Alan Lazard had his week. MVS had his week. Robert Tanyan had his week. And then now, where is he? Uh, I think Jay Sternberger, he's still... Didn't he? He got he got a touchdown in this one, did he? Um, I can check. Ooh. Like so both Adams, of them had like two, three catches. Devontae Adams went off, but like he hasn't gone off in a while. Yep. Like in I feel minute. like that team is mm-hmm. they're too hard to predict for me. So I'll let you pat yourself on the back for Jamal Williams, but I don't know if moving <laughs> forward, I, they I don't spread know the if we're talking about flex appeal. They spread the wealth. My thing I'm is about Aaron Jones coming back. They use wide receive. They use running backs as receivers because they exactly. have no other options, and that's where Jamal Williams five targets second on the team with five targets sternberger did have a touchdown by the way um so i do think i do think jamal williams he's the packers kareem hunt no yes no yes he kind of when nick chubb was there he's their kareem hunt he is this is just insulting to kareem hunt Mm, i don't think for this game he may have been but this isn't like no 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 they've been using him as a receiver they've been using him like kareem hunt it's true yeah even even he has been producing to that level it's been streaky. Well, because like, Aaron Jones week, hasn't been out as long as Nick Chubb's been out. Yeah, but week four he had eighteen. But even when and Nick a half Chubb points. was there, Kareem Hunt was still producing it like wide or running back two numbers. He has eight, eight, eighteen and a half, two point seven, three point four, and twenty one point four. As Jamal Williams, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so pick, it's it's picking up. It's trending the right direction. And and in this running back, you could compare year, that to Kareem back. Hunt. I'm like personally offended now. Yeah, I mean, it's a similar. Really of him. It's a role. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to be identical production, but I said I'm saying it projecting the role going forward as a comp. This isn't like an outlandish what's, thing to be said. What's a reasonable bet for this? So yeah. so Jamal Williams versus Kareem Hunt rest of the season. Obviously, there needs mm, to be a handicap. No, total points. Is it three points per game? <laughs> like five points per game that we expect the difference. I don't get handicaps. 
Why, when this guy goes and gets ice cream, you ask him about the flavor of his ice cream, but you're asking me the tough questions. Man. I would what is say... This? I really like... 10, po- ten point average. <laughs> 10 point average in PPRs, because that would prove my case that he's a Kareem Hunt viable wide receiver. 10 point average in PPRs from week nine on. Starting from... Or week eight, right? Week eight. Yes. yes, week eight. Yes. Yep. That's right. Second half of the season. That's a solid bet. Yeah. Okay. I'd say so because Aaron Jones is due back too, right? So yeah. this. Oh like, yeah. We're talking it's about not this a long in the realm injury. of injury. Yes. Okay. Then yeah, I'll take it. Also, like this week, these are the top <clears throat> ten producing fantasy running backs in a full PPR. Yes. Jeff Wilson of the Niners, who's now out, so we can't right. even be like, yep. hey, <laughs> waiver pickup. Uh, James Robinson, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley. Who shouldn't on have accident. shouldn't have six points? <laughs> um, he he has to be investigated. I hope the authorities do the right thing here. Oh, Chase God. Edmonds, because apparently Chase Edmonds, when he's in the cards backfield, does produce. Jamal Williams, Gio Bernard, which like, probably your best call of the week, and we'll get to I that really next. I want to take credit for that though, because like it's like Aaron Jones is out. Cool, Jamal Williams. Kareem Hunt's out. Cool, Gio Bernard. Antonio Gibson, Boston Scott. Carlos Hyde, David Johnson, Wayne Gallman. It is a disaster. Yeah. It is. Like three of those running backs were in our top 30s. Can I just, real quick, David Johnson, even in a game where they're getting blown out, still producing. Can we talk about how he's quietly one of like the most consistent running backs? Hard to die. Yeah. And I was, I put that guy on my back. I've been championing him. Since before the draft, and you guys have been trying to find reasons true. to write his epitaph, he's still around. Give him his props. Still around. Give him his props. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And, and Double it digits out. in all but one game and uh, four consecutive and, games. But these PPRs. are also games when they're getting blown out and when he should be getting game scripted out of it, but he's not. Also, they switched head coaches, and he's still surviving through that. It's true. Yeah. And it turns out guys like him are more valuable this year, too, because there are so many injuries and so many guys missing time that having somebody who can just get you double-digit points, take that. I know. Otherwise, like, you're like me saying, ooh, is this a Mike Davis week? Is this a Josh Kelly week? Mike Davis week, though. This is the first week it wasn't. But it hasn't the first time I didn't think so. But he's been so good. He's been great. I'm not going to. No. C-Max coming back. We're getting to that. Mm -hmm. Gio, your best call? Did you have one better than that? Ooh, no, it's probably the best one. I said Brandon Cooks. I think he had like a passable game, but it wasn't like good, good. And then mm-hmm. uh, what was mm-hmm. my other one? Oh, Kenny G, which he had a decent game, but it should no, it should have been. I was calling for a game of the year, like a 30-plus points wow. because it was against the Falcons. And that game should have been like both teams in the 30s, almost 40s, like that CX Cardinals game. And it ended what twenty two to twenty three yeah, or right. something like that. That was a lower from scoring a fantasy perspective. That was a disappointing yeah, yeah. game, and it was awesome to watch, and it was hilarious at points. Um, uh, that was I thought it was going to be a lot higher. So I think everyone thought it was going to be a lot higher. Yeah, me too. Vegas certainly did. Yeah. So while yeah, KG had a decent game, up. it wasn't the thirty plus points that I predicted. No, seventeen point so four in PPRs. <laughs> Insane to look down this list. Yeah. Who outscored him by point one? Randall Cobb. And you just yes. mentioned Brandon Cooks. <laughs> our bet. Our bet for those Houston wide receivers. It's the best. Uh, year round, it's uh, the most entertaining thing How's we've Kenny done. Still on done? Is he uh, even on the team anymore? No, I, I think Kenny Stills is donezo. Yikes. But Randall Cobb plays in there. I'll give, I'll give Hank the field, though. 
I can't wait. I Thank won't you. even. Really? I won't even hold him to Kenny. Kenny Stills. I'll give him the field. If Randall wait. Cobb, Stills, whoever else. Though. You just want to watch should... me lose this bet again. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? It's going to be better odds <laughs> to watch you get crushed even harder. I can't wait. Week 17, though. We need to live stream watching the last Texans game with mm. what's on the line for this bet and all of us rooting for our own wide receivers. I think that's going to be hilarious. That's actually a beautiful idea. Henry Tucherhorn, what was your best call of the weekend? Um, don't make that face. Oh boy. See, my <laughs> thing is I don't even really remember. <laughs> I'm not good you at like. Said, let's see. T Higgins. Was T Higgins I, was great. T Higgins yeah. actually. Oh, I think I said I, I was in on the Bengals receivers. Yeah. Tyler Boyd was up there. Did I ever oh, say anything Tyler about Boyd Tyler was Lockett? Phenomenal. I, I think no somebody might have said something bad about Tyler Lockett, no. and I defended him at some point. But that's just a vague memory. Vague. Every, see, vague. I still don't understand when to use an at and an a. Like like half mm. of those words, I'm still getting wrong. I know you, it's bagel. I know it's bag. When there's a V and a G involved. Do you want to go with the A? Vague. Wait, what was that? A B and a G. A V and a G. A V and. A... Let's move on. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> let's see. <clears throat> Do I have any? Uh, I don't think I have anything I don't else notable. Know. Guys, the one with the graphics. I'm stuff. looking at you guys. Right don't now. Just yeah. calm yourself. You guys don't send me your notes, so I... I you don't send me your notes. It's in our group chat. Everyone has access um, to this. Yeah, well, I, I should be able to find <laughs> that, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you oh, had okay. T. Higgins. Thank oh, you. you had Antonio Gibson. Yeah. That Ooh. was a phenomenal call. Yeah, he's like, oh, I did? I, I gave <laughs> some... It made sense at the time. I gave and some... And today I'll say more things that make sense right now. I gave terrible <laughs> advice that would have been correct advice, but turned out to be terrible advice. To a dear friend who asked me, Phil Lindsay or Antonio Gibson that week, I said, Phil. I think Phil's Shermer's favorite runner, I said. And uh, yeah, Gibson gives me no certainty in Washington. To Boy, was credit. I wrong. To your credit, though, Phil Lindsay was having a good game. Well, he was on pace for like 250 man. yards. The was, concussion where the hit kill. didn't get yeah. called and they didn't review it or anything. No, tragic. Come on, man. I will say I don't think that matters. Yeah, please leave. In terms Tell of how that game went. Safety you actually had some great calls, Henry. Thank you. But Marvin Jones, I guess you guys had a bit of a Marvin Kenny Galladay rivalry, and uh, who came out? KG won the yeah, but that day. wasn't. I'm not going to take credit for that again because I was calling for 30 plus points, and because obviously Kenny Galladay is the number one wide receiver on that team, so he is more likely to have the better game. But he had some fantastic catches in that game. I don't know if you fully watched that game, but. Wow, some of those catches were pretty incredible. He's great, man. Oh yeah, he I don't is. know why they don't score more points. I don't because <laughs> everyone's kind of playing well. Swift is coming around. Hawkinson's He's, playing well. Galdi's been great. Marvin Jones is decent. Yeah. I can't rationalize oh, no. what the Lions do, and I oh, no. don't want you to ask me because I had them winning the NFC North this season, and look how that ended up already. But anyway, yeah, that'd be an upset. That as far as our upset. sits go, <laughs> yeah, time to eat some crow. Brandon Ayuk. <sighs> Got burned on that one. Uh, I remember that one Who now. saw that coming? Yeah, and Debo, sadly, the injury is just devastating, yeah. man. Yeah. Because he's getting his... T- he looks good when he plays, but yeah, it's just not happening this year. It's just, I mean, like... Liz Frank, we, could we already go knew through. that Liz Frank is a slow injury to come back from. It's not like yeah, you're yeah, in the lineup, you're back to 100%. Yeah, it's like, no, you're going to get back in the lineup, but you're going to be like 80% of yourself for the first like three-ish weeks that you're back, and it's been two. So, I mean, hopefully he can get it back, but... Not looking good right now. My worst call was sitting Drew Brees, who actually had a pretty decent game. Um, I think had that one too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I mean twenty three point six eight, like he was barely top ten. QB ten, yep. So I mean whatevs, but you got to take it. That was uh that wasn't a 
That wasn't a good call. It just wasn't. Allen Robinson, though, great call by me. Love that one. And uh, I guess Goff was a great call as well. So actually, uh, on my sets, not bad. Yeah, 16.6. He was Goff? way down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he was somewhere in the 20s. Maybe I was looking at no. a different site. Uh, I guess Rojo didn't do great. That's probably my worst call is uh, Rojo as uh, one of my starts. Ronald yeah. Jones. I mean, double digits, but not what I'd expect against the Raiders. How about you, guy? Uh, Tyler Boyd passed yeah. the game. It wasn't, uh, I mean, it was decent, right? He killed it, man. You had a good game for PPRs. Sarcasm. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you were too dry. I wasn't looking <laughs> at you. Uh, Robert Woods, though. This one, I mean, I, think, I feel like it was kind of easy to say that the uh, Rams and uh, Bears game was going to disappoint. Um, but Robert Woods, yeah, he had a fumble that got returned for a pick six, which was the only score that the Bears had. Well, I guess the only touchdown that the Bears had last night. Um, but I like the fact that he I think he ran the ball four times. So even though he fumbled one of those, I liked that they kept trying to get him involved, even yep. if he didn't produce yep. fancy points. I think he had somewhere in like the 8.5 range, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, not the worst ever, but it's not what you would expect from someone like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ran the ball four times, and he caught the ball three or four times as well. So he was still involved. Uh, obviously, that Bears defense is really damn good. I'd say they're, what, top three in the NFL with the Bucks probably. And Colts. Colts. Colts are up there. I wish they had a quarterback. That team could be so much fun, but instead it's just painful to watch know. them play football. The Los Angeles Rams? You know oh, no, the Bears. You know it's painful? <laughs> dealing Rams with Cubs. Uh, the Bears, the problem's the O-line. It's not the quarterback. You think so? Yeah. Fourth okay. and one. Fourth and one. They have to go to an outside toss to Cordero Patterson. They told you everything about their team right there? That's true. They're all perimeter. They're nothing inside. It sucks. It's. I mean, there's no one on the Bears that's fantasy viable. And no. that's two of my sits. One's uh, the Bears' number one receiver and Allen Robinson and the quarterback going against the Bears. That's kind of a safe equation. Yeah. To hedge those guys. Henry? I uh, I said to sit DJ Chark, and uh, he was wide receiver 79, one catch 26 yards. That one played well. Dang, nice to I also had Drew Brees, who we talked wow. about, QB 10. Brandon Ayuk, he went off. But what? He was like wide receiver 19. So if I didn't kill anybody's lineup, I probably did. Yeah, it's not great. But people won't uh, love you for it. 17.5. Okay. PPR points. Yeah, I mean, could have done worse. Well, I, we guys, we did a decent job. Yeah, okay. This is one I didn't get to go over on the tailgate because we were uh, strapped for time a little bit. But I put Josh Jacobs on there as well. That one worked out. And Josh Jacobs has been fantastic on the season, but that Bucks defense is just nothing to mess with. Jeez, and where was Josh they're Jacobs? They're like they're like the Wu Tang Clan, man. They are nothing to mess with. Where Ooh. was he? Yeah, six point one in PPRs. That's what I'm saying, man. So that's a, that's a guy that like he's your running back one, and I mean I that was your call I have a hard week, time brother. believing anyone sat him based on the matchup against the Bucks, but like that was your I knew that week. he was going to get crushed that week, Jeez. man. That Bucks defense is legit. You know what? I thought once Vita Veo, their big star nose tackle, went out, so that the run D would struggle. No way, Jose. Oh, no. They're killing They've it. They've been so good. Man. Dominican Sue has found, like, the fountain of youth. I know. Or How the many TB- times has that happened for him, though? Or the TB12 method, or, you know, everyone's blood doping on that team. Who knows? But. Could also see that. If they <laughs> are. Avocado ice cream. That's something I want to be invested in Can as a fantasy. Can we investigate in yeah. avocado ice cream and 
its effect on the Todd Gurley's touchdown first. That okay. is America's top priority. Number one. But seriously, um, like, didn't people say that Indomitian <laughs> Sue was washed like ten years ago? Yeah, pretty. And much. then he like came back, and again it's like, oh yeah, another one of these old deals. And just over and over and over again, he just keeps producing. I don't know. Yeah, he's been great. I mean, it helps being on a winning team. Sure does. All right, let's get into some would you rather's here. There are a lot, but I think the theme of the weekend is Christian McCaffrey returning for the rest of the year. If you're trying to get creative with trades or what have you, would you rather Christian McCaffrey the rest of the way? Jeez, or basically any other running back. No. Um, no. You'd rather Christian McCaffrey yeah, over Yeah, why did we start anyone. with this one? We got some better ones than this. You would rather Christian McCaffrey over Derrick Henry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Alvin because Kamara. of PPR. Alvin Pass Kamara. catching. Oh. Well, I guess I spoke too soon now. <laughs> but other than that. It's but funny I mean, it's how, a, like, it's it's not, I don't know if funny is the right word, but uh, Michael Thomas goes out, Emmanuel Sanders goes out. Alvin Kamara just gets more and more work. It's not like a different wide receiver steps yeah. in and takes over the role. It's just like Alvin Kamara, here's more work for you, man. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And like all he's not even a running back anymore. He's like a he's something else. He's not even a wide he receiver. Just plays he's not a running back. He's just yeah, he plays offense. Goes without saying you'd take Zeke over or you'd take C Mac over Zeke. Yeah, what? Dalvin yeah. Cook, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. I think yeah. it, for me it would just be Kamara. Yeah. I think <laughs> <sighs> it, if you're out of it's point just, of it, strength, it's just so that. scary because we I would rather seen Derek him. Henry. There's I will say I would rather Henry. Yeah. There's a chance that like I the first couple Derek weeks Henry, are like a have slow start. You don't know now with like Mike Davis. Do so they say, "Hey, C Max been banged up. Let's see if we can ease him back in because yeah, we have another to be option back this week." But after that, it's Christian McCaffrey's team, man. I th- I think so. He's the face of that so. franchise. You're not going to be like, "Hey, man." But uh, maybe, I know we've sold a lot of your jerseys and everything, but maybe they go a little. I mean, he's. Everyone's in it for the long haul in Carolina. You yeah. Know? All of a sudden, like, there's no like consistence on winning games. What's the record? Are they and, three like, and three or they're two and four? Giving Christian like a ton of catch, a ton of touches. At least three and three. I think he's three and three. Here's the thing. I know Derrick Henry's not as safe, but I think if he's playing this well now, running games only get better in cold weather. Man, I get that. I just I'm thinking purely from the PPR standpoint, and even if you're not in full PPR scoring. It's still like being involved in that realm where you have more chances to score. Yeah. I just see that as more valuable. Shoot. If I was but, the Titans, I, I mean, would get, not, I'd, I'd I look, would get Henry Derrick Henry, more I would probably put as my number three running back right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just think that what Christian McCaffrey brings to the table, there's a reason he was drafted number one overall, like consensus. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry is fantastic, don't get me wrong. But anyway. Would you rather... There's a lot of chatter of these young quarterbacks. or a bag of chips? Bag of chips. That's really more a, How big? That's yeah. more a buy or sell. Uh, snack size. Oh, like like man. the really little one, or sometimes they they have just like a tiny bit more. They're like two sizes of small ones. This is the one you're getting um, off the off the cart at uh, at a golf course when the drinks okay. girls driving. Yeah, around. see, it's definitely one of those. Really? What what's happening though? Like, well, that how, offense stinks. Is it just because he's throw. struggling coming back from the injury? Like, is, is Credit any- to Booger McFarlane because he's, he's the one that is initially said this. He's an upper body thrower, so he's not planning properly with his lower body, with his feet, with his hips and everything, and it's called breaking the chain. I actually did some research oh, on this. Uh, and, yeah, 
he's not getting enough power behind his throws. He underthrew a wide open. Um, they I, have no wide receivers. Dem- Demare no Bird big play element. Yeah, but I mean, Julian Edelman is not necessarily anything to sneeze at. Like they still have like. Jeez, uh, I mean, Jameson Crowder's producing, and he's the only wide receiver on that team with right. potentially a worse quarterback. Right. But that's the thing is Cam Newton, like he, his throwing mechanics are just off. Like I mean, you could, he's he not could say that he, he has could some still have some injuries, viability but. as a runner. Yes. But I don't I mean the problem is will they hold on to him? That's my as point. A is yeah. for for fantasy, sure that sounds all well and good, but Bill Belichick is gonna be like, Well, yeah, yeah. he's got running capabilities and fantasy owners really want that. So like he gets pulled from the game. What's his leash look like there, especially when they have I mean, to start looking done. towards the future and it's not fantasy viable. Yeah, who do they who's the backup? That they were supposed Jared to, Stidham. Yeah, yeah Stidham. Jared Stidham was supposed to be the guy for yeah, the future, so Stidham. they're going to start playing him and Cam Newton. Probably. Damn. Well, that's Jared Stidham. Yeah. Five picks in twenty career attempts. Well, can only go up from there. You guys can't see this, but I'm actually salivating at the thought of the Patriots having a losing record. I'm like drooling right now. That's great. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Um, it's happened. This is before. a marquee day that's for Guy Casavan. <laughs> Would you rather, though, to get back on track, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, or Joe Burrow? Justin Herbert. What a sucker. What? Why am I a sucker, <laughs> what a man? Sucker, man. Uh, what were you going to say, Deshaun Watson? Just for this year, Dynasty. Just for this year? Yeah. Rest of the year? I'm going Justin Herbert. It's dude. just so hard when Justin Herbert's coming off the game he just had. Like he, I think he was quarterback one. Yeah, Joe Burrow was Jackson, like quarterback right. four. Yeah. Yeah, Burrow was amazing. Yeah. Burrow was good, but he doesn't... I don't, what are the what are the Texans going to do? Are they actually like going Justin to get Herbert, better? Man. I guess Deshaun Watson's still quarterback five on the season. Think about Herbert is you are getting a decent schedule. They're week letting him go, man. Buffalo, week thirteen, New England. There's no leash on Atlanta's him. Atlanta's gonna go, be and I love it. And he's not afraid to throw into coverage. Like he's he's making deep throws, he's running mm-hmm. the ball. Like there's so much that he can do. And I think that I mean they're letting Deshaun Watson go too. They're letting Joe Burrow do whatever he wants as well. I think that the offensive line is a little bit better in Los Angeles. And the receivers. Those receivers there crazy, are incredible. Yeah. So, and then you get I mean, Austin Eckler back. Mm-hmm. Start fast. checking the ball down to him a little bit. I don't know. I'm, as, I got to look cr- into that. Deshaun Watson, if you're on like a good contending team, I almost team, feel like Austin Eckler coming back it. would actually lower Justin Herbert's value because that's fewer rushing chances for him. Maybe. I mean, Eckler is not a Russian. Is pass catching? Yeah. Yeah, but if you're talking from like a like passing points are point two five a point per yard, and rushing mm. yards are point one. Mm-hmm. So even you know then, what? you're still you're still lowering value to a certain sense. Not like major, but I think looking at these some. schedules, it might be Burrow. <laughs> really? Titans, Titans next. Titans have had a real bad defense. Real bad. Mm. Oh yeah. I'd say they're middle of the pack. It's a thirty burger every single game against those guys. Pittsburgh uh, bye week, then Pittsburgh. That's a good defense. Washington Redskins decent defense, but you know. Washington who? Oh yeah, Oof. that's uh, I haven't done that all year. Credit to me and put that in the <laughs> wrong name swear jar. Do you have a jar? Yeah. Giants week twelve. You love that. Dolphins week thirteen. Dallas week fourteen. That's money. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh again. Houston Baltimore. Baltimore. Fantasy season's done. So. Yeah. I don't know. Herbert's got a nice schedule too. Beauty is Deshaun Watson's in the AFC South, and the schedule's pretty easy for him as well. 
Yeah. I don't dislike Joe Burrow, but he's definitely number three on that list for me. I'm I got offered Herbert in a trade. Burrow was still available on waivers, and that is okay, well, easily the direction I went in. But that's different. Mm-hmm. I would go Watson over these for. over the other two though. I'd still stick to Watson. I I'm not so. I'm not buying the Herbert. Um All right. to be, Bet. you know, better than the show. Oh sure. All right. Fantasy points rest of the year? Yes. Okay. God, You're I'm keeping gonna, track of I these. I have a tall <laughs> task ahead of me. Yeah, to keep track of all these. Calvin Ridley uh, over Julio still looking great on my side. Sure does. Yeah. Sure yeah. does. Um, <laughs> all right. After seeing Phil Lindsay, what do we know about the injury, Henry? Phil? Yeah. Concussion? Yeah. Uh, typically what? You don't see them yeah. back the next Couple week. Couple weeks. So you, concussions are like hard to project, but you'd probably guess one week out. With how good he's looked, would you try to target Phil if you add some depth. So that's the game we're playing with this would you rather. Would you rather Philip Lindsay the rest of the year or Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, or LaMichael P. Ryan? Not LaMichael. Yep. Can't get And I have LaMichael. This is coming from someone who has LaMichael. Nice to see LaMichael do something <sighs> this week, but that's an aside. LaMichael is kind of the odd man out in this mm-hmm. exercise. I'm such a big Kenyon Drake fanboy, but I think Chase Edmonds is probably top of that list. But say you had Chase Edmonds on your bench, would you try to flip him for Phil Lindsay with how good Phil no. has looked at, no. at points? No. So no. no. I, you I would hold on to think, Chase I, Edmonds. Yeah, I think that the value can go up for Chase Edmonds. If you were inclined to trade him at some point, I think that the value is going to go up. What about Antonio Gibson? So you'd be selling Gibson? low at this point. Antonio Gibson, I wouldn't sell, to be honest. I would hold on You're to You're holding him. on to him as well. Wow. To me... Yeah. It, it's just I think I'd sell they, all of those guys. They've just been film. trending up and up and up with Antonio Gibson, and it's getting to the point where he's becoming like very solid. Yeah, and with the, a rookie, you with, trust with it. All, That's the one game I a year they're going to blow out a team by twenty-one points, though. Uh, so they have to feed the running back that many touches. I just think you're trying to be back a, like to too clever by half out. here by trying to trade Antonio Gibson. I think that. Hmm. Like if you keep trading all these things because they're doing well, then you're never going to actually have things that are producing on your team. And at a certain point, you need to say, I actually believe in this dude and I'm going to build around him. And there's other guys that have more potential for regression than Antonio Gibson that are worth selling to me. So Chase well, Edmonds and Antonio Gibson, I'm holding on to. Michael Pirine. Are... Yeah, if you could flip Pirine. Yeah, good, good luck, That'd man. be pretty And nice. then who was the last one? Philip Lindsay? That's it. I like Philip Lindsay, but... I just don't know, man. I don't know what their plan is because it seems like they really want to force Melvin Gordon, just shoehorn him into that offense, even well, if Philip Lindsay's producing. I think Phil's like clearly the guy they like. The other thing is, though, Phil's been banged up. And it's not like this yeah. year is the first time that we've seen that happen. Yeah. And the talk for years coming into this was, well, do, will they really put him out there for more than half the snaps? Or yeah. do they think that they have to use him sparingly? Now that this happens, even though you see him play well, I'm not saying that they're right in thinking this, but you could totally see how Vic Fangio would say, you know what? He's getting 40% of the snaps the rest of the way, and we're just keeping him healthy. Right now, we can have a chance to have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Let's not take a risk that would ruin that. Yeah. Hmm. But at the same time, if I had to pick... I think there's a nice opportunity with Phil. I I do, too. He's just running so well. I love Phil, man. Like, I got the jersey and everything. I've been watching him since CU, but... It's running. From a fantasy perspective, I also just... I don't know. I guess this Chiefs game was an outlier, but... 
this really has me on uh, red alert right now to like what the heck's going on on that offense. And from so. a fantasy standpoint, they outgained the Chiefs. So I get that, but yards wise, it's, it's hard for me to buy into that team just yet. Yeah. Worth noting though, like Antonio Gibson, running back 17, Chase Edmonds, running back 23, both fringe starters, both trending in the right direction. If you have one of those guys, 17's not a fringe starter. That's a solid RB two. That is a solid RB two. Yeah. But but then Chase Edmonds, high end RB two. Uh, Chase Edmonds, who has his three best scoring games have come in the last four weeks. They're gonna sure. start feeding him more. Antonio Gibson, a rookie. They're easing him in, and now he's taking over. It would be really hard for me to move on from one of those guys for somebody like Philip Lindsay in a year like this. We're finding just running backs who will produce anything. Yeah, exactly. It's tough to do. If you have someone like that, you shouldn't be trading him. If you had a wide receiver that was outproducing what you thought that their potential was, then sure, trade him because there's replacement-level players mm -hmm. available, but not running backs. Agreed. All right, next, would you rather hear... And it's all the backup running backs. Gio Bernard, Jamal Williams, or Boston Scott. And you can add Gibson or Chase Edmonds to this equation if you'd like as well. I would take those two over any of those three. Right. Gibsons or Edmonds? Yep. Jeez, over Jamal Williams or Gio? Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, just because I think that things are going to change for those guys. You know, with I, I guess I don't know what the status for Joe Mixon is, but... Even in that case, I still think that with Joe Mixon out, I would take the other two over him just because I don't trust that offense. With Jamal Williams, obviously, you have Aaron Jones coming back, and then I think that he's like still, to me, a flex option that I'm not super excited about. But Gio. I'll plug him in there. Uh, Jamal. Okay. But then Gio without Mixon is, is honestly right there with Jamal with Aaron Jones in my mind. Yeah. Um, I think that this was uh, – obviously, it was a big week, but I'm not sure how much I trust it. Well, who is the other one in there? Boston Scott. Again, Definitely the odd Sanders now. appeared in a couple weeks. Again, don't trust the offense. I think that he's maybe the bottom of that list. No, I put him ahead of Gio Bernard. No, it depends on how long the injuries are. Mm. Kind of a toss-up there for me. I'm looking it up right now. Um, For me, do Bernard Williams Scott just that. Yeah, I, I mean, hmm. man. I like the way that Boston Scott produced in this game, but we also nice. saw him week one PPR do nothing. Is nice. He did nothing in week one, though, when he had the <laughs> same role, same opportunity. Uh, Jalen Rager's also coming back, so that could potentially affect his workload. It's all about Miles Sanders, too. Yeah. I mean, he has not been fa fantasy viable with Miles Sanders on the field. Jamal Williams has had his moments. Gio Bernard, you know, in spots, he'll get you a touchdown or he'll get you some receptions or what have you. Yeah, but I'm looking at all three of these guys as, like, Chase Evans has a chance to take over that role even when Kenyon Drake is healthy, right? Uh, he so probably should. Me, He's been the best right, back. So that, to yeah. me, is, like, the obvious highest ceiling. Yes. Um, but all these other guys, like, they're contingent on the guy in front of them being injured. Yeah, and in lieu sure. of that... Just for the near future, that's what you're looking at. It would be probably Jamal, Gio, and then Boston Scott. But yeah, I'm, I'm only looking at all three of them as in they have maybe two weeks of fancy viability for me, and then they basically just go back to the to the heap of all the other guys until someone gets injured again. Until someone gets injured again. With, with, with running backs, you know, it's easier to predict the second know, injury than it is the first one. 
right? Re-injury yeah. seems a lot easier to predict then. Yeah, but you've been predicting that for David Johnson. He hasn't gotten re-injured. I don't know. Re-injured from two years ago. I'm saying re-injured from this year, like Aaron Jones coming back and hurt again. Joe yeah. Mixon coming back and hurt again. That's yeah. where Jamal Williams, better offense, better run game. It's Jamal Williams by I mean, looking right a now, landslide. I take Williams over probably anyone that's not Edmonds, and it's a conversation with Edmonds. He's well, looked good. Looking right now, Aaron Williams Jones. Aaron and Jones Edmonds, is, yeah. And Edmonds, yeah. They both look good. Aaron Jones is probably going to be back week eight. So, mm-hmm. like, this was basically yeah. just a, uh, a precaution for them to keep him out in week seven. Week eight, he's probably going to be back. But do they believe in Aaron Jones, a banged-up Aaron Jones, who they drafted A.J. Dillon over? I believe over it's going to affect and, uh, the workload of Jamal Williams. But even, even if he does, season, Even if Aaron Jones himself doesn't produce, that still is fewer touches for Jamal Williams, even if he's yeah, quote-unquote fancy viable. His ceiling is still capped because of that. Like, you aren't expecting another 21-point week from him, for sure. No, you can't. But even to start the season, you know, he started 8.2, 8.3, 2.7, 18.5 with Aaron Jones. And so he has shown that he can produce. Now he's been able to step up into an even bigger role now. Do they even allocate more to him compared to the first few weeks? Eight points is like the Mendoza line for me for five. Like, if you get eight points, you're like, well, there wasn't seven. But you're not thrilled (laughs) about that. You're not like, yes, dude. Totally. I got eight points from this guy. So to me, there's really only like two weeks in there where I'm actually like, it's not like, like Chase Edmonds has been giving you eight points most weeks, you know. That's true, but or I mean, Gibson. To, that's the three shift. of the last four. He's gotten you more than that. He has. Yeah, and he that's has. why I think that. And Gibson's only been trending up. So, like, while maybe his numbers are lower earlier on, he's moving in the right direction. Whereas other guys are going up and down, and based on external factors, like Antonio Gibson is doing it without external factors, he's moving in the right direction of his own accord. Whereas these other guys are relying on other things to help well, them along the way. That's the way I look at it. I'd still warn against... Okay. Gibson's the one I, I warn against the most. Huh. That Cowboys defense is absolute trash. Everyone has torched them. And it is, by a mile, the only game that the Washington football team will be able to nurse a lead for that long. But yes, Gibson is trending the right way. I think yeah, we all essentially agree. Somehow, so Chase Edmonds... <laughs> Jamal Williams. That's how it breaks down. It's Edmonds I'm one. Not on this Jamal Williams, Williams train, man. I don't. I want to be noted that I'm not. I will say You're real quick. One. Injury updates. He's going to average ten points per game. The Miles, wheel routes. Miles Sanders. Oh. Monster on those wheel routes. They have the uh, oh. bye week in week nine, so they're probably not going to play him in week eight or week nine. So you're looking at Boston Scott one more week of relevancy before Miles Sanders is probably going to come back after that bye. The most appealing part of Boston Scott. Is that they get to play the NFC East all the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. I but do, like I said, I do in week like one, to play in the week Cowboys one, Miles Sanders was out and Boston Scott didn't produce. No, no, he sucked. Mm. He so sucked. That's my point is that like I thought he was going to be a viable third down guarantee. running back in PPRs. Yeah. He hasn't been that. Yeah, and I think maybe what we've decided is it kind of comes down to situation. But there might be an opening if you're looking that's for somebody saying. who can patch a couple of weeks because you have one of the running backs that are hurt and you have somebody who you can Which sub back in. This year is a GD weeks. guarantee. You yeah. you are in that situation no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then maybe you are yeah. looking at somebody who is just kind of filling in as, as a starter for these next couple right. weeks. You know, you're yeah. looking at somebody like Jamal Williams, and you don't need the upside of. Chase Edmonds, who could yeah. just be a starter. Yeah. Antonio Gibson, who appears to be the starter going forward. Yeah. And uh, Joe Mixon, that was a, he was a late scratch from that game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's day to day. He's there's, He has the potential to be back for week eight. Um, there's a chance he could not be. 
but it's not going to be longer than that. So by week nine, Mixon will be back. And I'm not taking number two running backs from the Bengals, no matter how much I love Joe Burrow. I like that he, like Boston Scott, kind of has his own role as a yeah. receiving mm-hmm. back. But, yeah, you're right. He hasn't been fi- fantasy without. viable without Mixon. So. Yeah. Or with with Mixon. So it's, it's a moot, moot argument. Before we get into our final, would you rather a bunch of buy sells and then all your questions, I want to remind you of our presenting sponsor, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, nothing better. Uh, right now they have some amazing offers. Use promo code DMVR when you sign up and you can get, um, this can't miss offer this week. You can pick either Penn state or Ohio state. You bet $1 on them and cash a hundred bucks. If they win, that's $1 to win a hundred dollars. When you use promo code DMVR during sign up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus at first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthroughs. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And related to DraftKings, we always give out um, stuff that can be applied to their player props, their fantasy uh, bets that they have, you know, Allen Robinson to go under 71 and a half receiving yards hit for me last night. I'm watching the game with my bears, uh, bears fan wife. Who's from Chicago. Huh, I'm rooting for that. the, yeah. Kate's a bears fan. I, I mean, had never known bears that. fan. She's from Chicago. Wow. Does that change um, things for you, Hank? Yeah, it doesn't. I'm about to decide. <laughs> Give me a second. And uh, anyways, you know, RK and I took the bears every which way and I'm rooting for the bears and I'm getting real mad at the bears. But then the bears finally have a big play and I'm yelling no at the screen and I'm telling, well, you know, that's the one guy on the bears I oh, needed yeah, to not. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. So anyways, Alan Robinson, thankfully after that one catch uh, survived. But anyways, there's lots of fun stuff you can do on DraftKings related to that. All right, Tyler Lockett went off. He had an insane game. That was probably your worst call. We had a little argument of his Tyler Lockett, like still fantasy viable because we were. He wasn't. You said who's the number one receiver? We talked about Antonio Brown, and anyway, there was a lot of besmirching. Antonio Brown's on the Bucks now, but it was in the our conversation for. (laughs) You just said who's the number one wide receiver on? Will Antonio Brown hurt? the Seahawks and you said a lot of not kind things about Tyler Lockett just admit it and he went off for 53 points in PPR if only we have this recorded oh wait we do (laughs) we we can go revisit my exact words I'm pretty sure it's the Thursday audio only show um I think you might have suggested someone trade him or sit him this week oh no no we have to I'm finding this audio no matter what you are Anyway, find it, you t- I, I, I remember this. You said that Tyler Lockett was the number one wide receiver on the Seahawks. And I said, no, it's DK Metcalf. Because this was in the conversation of will Antonio Brown affect their values. Right. And it said, it's more likely to affect Tyler Lockett than it is to affect DK Metcalf. But now he's not on the Seahawks, so it's a moot point. It is a moot point. But Lockett but did Lockett, significantly outproduce uh, DK this And time. Tyler Lockett is now wide receiver two in all of football. Wow. <laughs> but if we look on a week-by-week basis, Tyler Lockett has also had some dud games, whereas DK yes. Metcalf has been yes. more consistent. That was my point. It's the true. DK, uh, Tyler Lockett had a couple games where he was just like dropping passes and he just disappeared. DK has been there no matter what. and Until this last week. I know week, it's though. not going to show up on your fantasy Disappointing scoreboards. this week, let's say it. Sure doesn't. DK had a dud. 
He got who is not we were talking proof. about this before the game or before the show. He had proof. a touchdown call back on a on a call in overtime. Oh team, yep. And that rundown he had on that pick six or would be pick Ooh. six, Christ. showing so much effort on that. Yeah, that was Pete well. Carroll saw that. And he's mm. going to reward him for that. Mm. Like DK is there to stay. Like he has the full trust of the coaching staff. So even if that didn't show up on your fantasy scoreboard, it did. You still have to see those things and take note of those things moving forward because those have real world implications that coaches notice. Yeah, you know maybe next it. time he runs him down and knocks the ball, it gives I you two points. Love <laughs> the spin. <laughs> so yep, Tyler Lockett. Would you rather Lockett or? Cooper Cup? No. Adam Thielen? No. Stefan Diggs? I'm Close, st- but no. I'm still taking Lockett. Deontay Johnson? No. Voila. You ain't even close. I'm going back to that clip and finding the bad things he said. It was about. in the Tyler context Lockett. of the Seahawks <laughs> passing core. We'll see. All right, fine. It's fine no. because it's recorded and we can just. Uh, I love talking about right now is moot. I love it. It is crazy that Ooh. he's the second highest producing yeah. fantasy receiver. I mean, and where's, where's DK? He's got to be like top ten probably. Mm. Gotta have the two of them on 15. the same team. Fifteen, really? Fifteen, right behind Devonte Adams in front of Keenan Allen. Now, in fairness, he has been over fifteen points, over fourteen and a half points every game, but last. Sunday night, where he went off for 4.3. Then Tyler Lockett disappearing and then score me 53. I'm As sorry, the man. the owner of a winless fantasy team, anybody oh who can God. get me 53 points yeah. is immediately my favorite player. Yeah, anyone who can get you 5.3 points is probably your favorite player at this I point. I mean, they'd start. <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd take 53 most weeks. Um, I have so many rapid-fire buy-or-sell. Now... We are nerds, so this is specifically yes. buy low or sell, as Hank rightfully said, medium. Yeah. Buy low or sell medium. Uh, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Should we start with, with DeAndre Swift? Swift? I feel like we have to talk about DeAndre Swift we on have every podcast. To, we have to. Guy basically obligated. said he was done, that he was out of the NFL after week one. And he's he's back in the NFL. This is great. Because he's back in it. We, we have you on tape <laughs> saying that the Broncos should burn to the ground if Jerry G doesn't produce this week. So <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, we'll go back to the tailgate episode. Yeah. Yards. If they don't <laughs> if they don't get open the way they did in the last snow game, we should burn it to the ground. They did get open much better. Outgained the Chiefs on offense. So nothing, Big difference. nothing Big has difference. been burned down. To the ground. No, Glad nothing has been burned, burned down. For me, for yeah. ever, if you were on Broncos mm. Twitter at all the last few days, wow, you, you would notice that people down. do want to burn things down. Half of Broncos Twitter. There you go. Yeah. Yikes. James Your Robinson. No offense, because you're the ones watching. James Robinson. Wow. James Robinson's more of a. He had a good week. He's had uh, a great season. Second best week. Yeah, in but fantasy. he was he was trying to downward going down. into this week. I was concerned, and I if you tell me you weren't concerned, you're lying to my face. I had, I have heard. I, I had I had left the. I'd taken my emergency robo off the James yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Uh, and now how dumb do we look? Because now he's running back two for I the season. Know. So uh, are we buying it? it are we buying dumb, Are man. we buying it, it against the, the Chargers defense? Are we buying this or are we selling him? You've been so high on the Chargers defense, and I've been saying they're not that good. They weren't this week. Damn straight they weren't this week. <laughs> yeah, but before this, I mean, this has been the, a matchup you've avoided. The Chiefs against to like them. I guess their secondary right? is better than yeah. their run defense. Yeah, sure, they're a much better pass defense than they are run defense. I did not think James Robinson was going off no. like this, though. I can oh, tell you that man. much, buddy. This is a very difficult call, man. Finally. I would probably <laughs> sell. 
Every other question I've asked to you, you guys are like, oh, it's oh that was a dumb one. It's well, a, no, the, that's not me. The, the three quarters of all of your jokes. The Watson, your points, the Watson, Burrow, and uh, <laughs> Herbert, to your credit, was a good one. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, it's really hard, though. You're buying or selling? I, the thing with the Jags is I just don't have a read. Like, it feels like, oh, they're they're tailing off. It's like they've been tailing <laughs> off. They, they won one game to start the season. They haven't done anything since, you know? And so... But James Robinson still produces. I know. It's, it's like, can't they only go up from here? They're on a six-game losing streak. What's what's wrong with that I'm, logic? I'm I buying. want to say sell, what's but I schedule? can't. Yeah, no, you're right. I can't what's justify. The schedule? I, can't I mean, sell. the AFC South. They still they got the Titans. I don't think they've played the Titans. Okay, they've once got yet, have they? bye week. Then Houston, Green Bay, Pittsburgh. Don't love that stretch. Cleveland. Minnesota, Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago, Indianapolis. Don't love that stretch. Yikes. Indianapolis yeah, being after your championship, probably. Ouch. So there you go. Mm. Well, I guess we have to sell, which is too bad because oh. what a story. You don't have to sell. I mean, the bye week's coming up, so. I mean, try to sell high. Sell high. Sell medium. Sell high. Actually, no, he is high. He's running back, too. But that schedule is miserable. Guys. It is. That yeah, schedule get off miserable. that, man. All right. Buy or sell Josh Allen, who stupidly I did a would you rather segment like and we we all like Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson or something like three <laughs> weeks ago. Um, I will say I've been kind of the Josh Allen is bad truther here. A buy or sell Josh Allen. I feel Allen. better. So you're selling. You're no, I never would have bought in the first place. <laughs> well, I do not go. own that man anywhere. I'm not selling. But so <laughs> I'm buying, dude. I think this is a good buy low place. Yeah, 16, 15, 16. That's a tough yeah, stretch. Yeah, because that division's not great. 25 that, plus. Dude, it's not even just that. Do you know they didn't punt once against the Jets? They yeah, were in Jets' tear. Yeah, it was a wacky game. Yeah, I'd buy low here. They should have scored like 35, man. They yeah. were in Jets' territory every single drive. You also should be scoring more against the Chiefs, too, though. That's yeah, a, that's a tough yeah. thing for me. It's I not still, the Jets. It's the last two games that concern me. It's not the Jets. It's the last. Two. I still don't have my decision made on this Chiefs defense because it has looked terrible at points. But then mm. there are also times where it's like, yeah, no, these are these are a bunch of good players who are playing well. And and I think that maybe it's more about their streakiness than it is about the teams against them. No. You know, I also think there might be something to guys just getting scared. I honestly think like the, the Broncos win that game and we're like, this is the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good. We better score a lot. And as soon as things went south, it was like, nope. And I think maybe something similar I could have happened less with about, the Bills. Uh, fear and more about frustration. They're seeing ghosts. That could be it too. I think they're just frustrated in general. But seeing what we've seen from I'm the Chiefs the one defense, on the here. 122 <laughs> passing yards. How do you let that happen? You know, it was he still had sixteen point three points last game. He's still mm -hmm. running the ball, still Against threw it for three hundred and seven yards. Yeah, I'm not selling. I'm not, that that is a decent buy low. That shoot, I might do that. I might do that in the league where I need a quarterback. I might buy do low. That. Yeah, yeah, I might I might try to target him. Okay, here's my question. Oh my yeah, lay it on. I have me. Lamar Jackson. Should I try to trade Lamar Jackson oh, for him? Oh man, for Josh Allen? No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. no. I've made that mistake before. I won't make it again. Uh, buy or sell, and see. We we should have. Uh, we'll see if. Uh, we'll see if Justin Michael ever comes on the podcast again, because uh, Guy and I were in such a we litigious mood our last uh, podcast that we we might have scared him off, uh, Henry. So, but Richard Higgins, OBJ is out. Richard Higgins suddenly goes off for a hundo. He. They love him in that locker room. Baker likes him. You you saw the fun little interaction in the post game thing. 
buy or sell Rashard Higgins, fellas? Mm. I'm buying. I'm buy. buying. I'm telling you right now. I would I'm say buying. I'm buying purely because there's really not much else to buy right now on the waiver wire. So if he is yep. available, this is like Jarvis Landry. Kind of I'm kind of buying yeah. too, right? If if you can pick him up, I would say pick him up. I'm not willing to yeah. trade for him because no, I mean, he's available and all. Well, so exactly. OBJ's out for the season. Yeah, done so. So this yeah. isn't ACL. like a, a couple week like band aid. This is like a rest of the season sort of thing. Yep. I think that Jarvis Landry has had his opportunity this season and he hasn't really produced with that. Whereas Rashad Higgins is getting a brand new opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would rather have that. But also outside Love of it. putting up 110 yards on the Bengals defense, well, yeah, not much. great. Yeah. His second best receiving game is 31 yards. Yeah, yeah. And he only has one other game in Dodge. Another worry. potential pickup, Jalen Guyton. One of those yeah. big play wide receivers yeah. who's been working out real nice. I you, I you have considered you picking like him up too many times. And I think just because the waivers are starting to dry up, this probably will be the week that I put in a claim for him. You know, now that <laughs> Henry's got like all 100 of his fab <laughs> money still sitting there, just like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I used mine up on Missed out on Justin Jefferson and Chase Claypool, but now I get Jefferson, 30 I on Claypool. Yeah. I did get Claypool. But. My thing is, that's the league where I'm losing. And also, the it's a waiver order. It just rotates. It's not about dollars. But it's rotated straight up, not just based on who has the worst record. So I don't get any advantage. Uh, so you're going Guyton. Do not like that. But, yeah, I do like Guyton. Um, last three games, two of them for at least 14 points. <laughs> Herbert is something you can buy into. I, I think it's worth a shot at least, especially with the Broncos coming up. Yeah, I guess I'm semi-buying, though. Man, wide receiver's so deep. Yeah. I doubt you're in a league where you need to yeah. stoop so low to get Higgins or Guyton. Mm-hmm. Like, I picked up Mike Williams off the waiver wire a couple weeks ago. Wow, look at you over well, here, I, Mr. That's not like a... Yeah. <laughs> that's not like some of us, I'm Dre, are having some issues on our teams, man, and we do need to stoop that low, and you don't need to shame us live on on air. <laughs> I apologize. My back hurts from stooping, all right? It's a <laughs> real problem God. in my life. Yeah. I got to work on my oh, posture. Oh, boy. <laughs> my lower back, I'm trying to do some meditation. Oh, yeah. I kept telling me, oh, focus on how you're losing weight. All I could focus on is how my lower back's sore. So figure I believe it, that about figure you, it out, meditation You tell me that story, person. and I'm like, there is not one part of me that doubts it. <laughs> and at it's all. like, I believe it, and you were probably irate. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. All I can focus on is how I dropped Justin Herbert to keep Cam Newton as my quarterback. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's why my back hurts. Cam Newton's a big buy. We've gone over that. Uh, a big sell. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone over that. Okay, lightning round on these buy sells. They're going to be all over the board. Albert O. Suddenly, like. Locke's favorite no. target at tight end. That's no. So sell. Sell. Yeah, sell. Okay. J- Jared Goff. Bye. Bye. Really? Yeah, that was his hardest matchup, and he still got you at 18 points. terrible eval. Yeah. And then the thing is that mm-hmm. also I see, like, God. Remember Again, a Jared Goff's the guy was... that I dropped to keep Cam Newton, and now all of a sudden... <laughs> Like, oh, I would no. sell my firstborn child for Jared Goff <laughs> at this point to salvage my season. So, uh, yeah, I guess maybe I'm a little biased on that. But I see that, like, with Josh Allen kind of trending down, Cam Newton trending down, I think there are teams that are in need of just stability right now. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff is your stability. Sean McVay won't let him fail. 
Yeah. It's not a bad read. Things aren't going to go horribly for him. I was completely leaning sell, but I think you've just sold me on buying. And so, I'm, well I'm kind of back in on the Rams. I know last week I said some terrible no, no. things about the NFC West. Their, their I'm, offense I'm, I'm back isn't around. explosive. They're a good team. Can I ask you a question? They're yeah. a good team. Buy or sell the Bears? Defense? I'm, I'm going to sell as, the Bears. as a playoff team. Yeah, no. Big, I'm going to sell big, the Bears. Big, you know, at 5-1, and one, you're selling. Wow. 5-2 and two now, right? Yeah. No, no. Five, oh, five no. That one. was their first loss, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, going to the playoffs, I mean, with the numbers, they'll probably still go to the playoffs. But, but looking at that offense, like they just can't get it done. They just they, can't get it done. They've scored fewer points than their defense has allowed. Yeah. That's a good defense. Yeah. That, it's an incredible defense. That's defense not a five wins and championships, one. Though, that's like right? an eight and eight, seven the and nine. Defense team. wins championships. Yeah, that's true. Okay. This one we know for Henry and I, it's a buy. DeAndre Swift, are you changing your mind? It's okay. All we need is a yes or no answer. <laughs> yes. I'm changing my mind, but I'm not proclaiming him like an RB1. Yeah. Well, fine, I'll do that. We then. did it. RB1. If you, if you dropped him, you can hate message me if it was my decision that influenced that or my opinion that influenced your decision on that. But he's still like a low end RB2, right? Like flex? Mm-hmm. He's like a mid level RB2. I mean, we're splitting hairs right now, but. But yeah. like, how, okay. What are his numbers? Let me look up his numbers. While you do that, Todd Gurley scored an accident touchdown. Is now a nice <laughs> oh, time so crazy. to and sell on him. him or? He helped me win a matchup, but watching that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. And the Lions celebrating when the Falcons scoring a touchdown, the Falcons all looking dejected. Guy, that's how oh I my won God. my upset this week. <laughs> That's how I won my upset, so dude. Good. What a great um, game. Watching all those morning slate games pretty much, except for Bill's Jets. But all those yeah, other morning great. slate games were fantastic. Is he dude. not like kind of a nice sell target? Like I like to buy in when they're young. You know, I feel like I feel like with So sell Todd, on Gurley? Todd Gurley? Oh Todd Gurley. Uh Todd Gurley, I mean uh, I don't know. Lightning I, I think he's Lightning going to get roll. touches, he's going to run the ball. You're I don't, you're I, staying. I'm just gonna okay. Be this right can here. be your one stay. Everyone gets a stay on the buy sell. Henry's one stay is on Todd Gurley. Are you selling? I'll buy Todd Gurley. You Todd Gurley? What? Yeah. No, because no. they change coaches, and I think that um, they're gonna they're gonna use them a little bit more. I don't think they're gonna go as high flying. I mean, obviously Calvin Ridley is like you're not gonna slow him down, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna pass as much. I think they'll be a little bit more conservative, and I think that Todd Gurley factors into that. Mm. And he hasn't really shown any, like, it's not like he's being hampered by any injuries or anything. No, so. it's true. <laughs> Finally, David Montgomery. Buy or sell? Sell. Yeah, sell. Just I mean, I think. Offense. Yes, Bring I agree. back Mitch. And Kenyon Drake, we've talked about it already. That is a sell. You have some data for us on DeAndre Swift before we move on to some nah, I'm lovely like this questions. Conversation never happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh he doesn't like this. Three that, last games came in his la- three last so, weeks. Wow, that's 11, an addition. 12, 3, 15, 27, 15. Oh. So, yeah. He's, you hate to see it. I do. Which you I specifically hate to see it, yeah. What that's surprises me, though, is you see those numbers and you're like, wow, that's incredible. Running back 24 with those numbers. Even though it feels like they're no good running backs. Running backs at this. So I don't know. That's fringe RB2, which is that what is I true. said. Right? But he's yeah, trending, trending, he's up. trending up. So, all right, we're gonna get into some questions now. I'm gonna start with the Discord. You guys chime in here. We've got the thread on Twitter too. You can join into yep. and the podcast post, and we will get to even more 
trade lineup questions on our show that goes up Thursdays uh, audio only. So and subscribe to that podcast feed, DMVR Fantasy. It's a joy. Uh, okay. Flyby Cygnus212 says, someone offered me Tyler Boyd or James Conner. Oh. Just straight up trade. For C-Mac? I'm not seeing who that's for. Is it a straight up trade? Tyler Boyd for James Conner? Oh, Tyler Boyd for James Conner. Yes, sorry. Tyler Boyd for James Conner. Yeah. Just because our value running back higher. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that things are going to keep getting better for him. James Conner's RB10 on a winning team that's going to get a lot of touches. Yes. And he's going to be and running he, the ball The even game more. script is going to favor him getting a lot of, yeah. Yep, cold weather. Yeah, and he's got some injuries at running back, so yeah, that's why he's a little skeptical with C-Mac and Aaron Jones. Uh, but, jeez, oh, man. You should be trying to sell anyone right now from your yeah. running back core. Yeah. Especially not for Tyler Boyd. You should be asking for a lot more but than that. But would you be acquiring James Conner? Yes. Oh, if you acquire James Conner, yes. Yeah, absolutely. For Tyler Boyd, sure. Even with that running back depth that's kind of on the shelf right now? Sure, yeah, still. Yeah. Because like you said, running back injuries are happening at a higher rate. Also, re-injuries yeah. are happening at a higher rate. And as you get closer to playoffs, running back depth is going to be your your greatest uh, asset at this point. You can always... We're talking about finding, like, who is it? Jalen Guyton and Richard Higgins right now off the waiver wire who are replacement-level players mm-hmm. at wide receiver. They're going to get you points, whereas for running backs, who is it? Like, yeah, you really need to stockpile running backs if you can. Like, that was the message going into the season, and it has held true, Other especially thing is, with injuries. Well, value-wise, to have RB10 versus, like, wide receiver 15. It's, That's thing, it's not yeah. even close. The, the, you need to have, like, wide receiver, like, five in return for your running back 10 right now. Just to play devil's advocate, though, you know. At the very least. Once you get to the playoffs, you have Aaron Jones and Christian McCaffrey back. That's your running back one, your running back two. You have James Conner you can throw in the flex. But Tyler Boyd, 115 points so far compared to 95 for James Conner. You're getting better value at that point in the season. Still not worth it? I don't think it's worth it. No, because then you can make that trade later in the season. And someone will be that desperate for a running back. That they'll yeah. give you something better than on Tyler Boyd. Assuming there's no like trade deadline problems. But yeah. Well, yeah. Before the trade deadline, which is why it's usually Thanksgiving. So you still have a month. Okay. Our guy Yosef asks, um, never thought I'd ask this question, but Lamar Jackson underperforming bad matchup or Teddy Bridgewater Who do they play? this week. Uh, Baltimore and Lamar are playing the Steelers and... Uh, oh. Who's Carolina playing right now? I be- oh, it's Atlanta on Thursday night. Hot Atlanta, dude. Atlanta on Thursday night. I'm going Teddy B. Really? Yeah, Ugh. because Thursday night matchups, they usually end up higher scoring. Ugh. This mm-hmm. last week, notwithstanding, um, because teams have a shorter amount of time to prepare for, especially defenses. I like the direction that the Panthers are going in right now. Yeah. They're ahead of the Falcons, so that should be a very competitive game which should see a lot of opportunity for them. And then, like you said, the Steelers have a good defense, and they've played against Lamar Jackson enough at this point to know how to contain him. Because that's priority number one for that team is contain Lamar Jackson. There aren't enough weapons elsewhere on the offense to draw attention away from him, yeah. so they're going to focus on Lamar Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And Mike Tomlin's no dummy, man. Like He's a really good defensive-minded coach. I don't see Lamar Jackson having a particularly good week this week. Mile high like rest of rest of season, sure, Lamar Jackson. But like for this week in particular, I like that Thursday night matchup, and I don't like the matchup against the Steelers. 
All things equal, I side with you by just the slimmest margin, but this is one of those matchups I talk about often with mm -hmm. fantasy where, to me, you got to look at the opponent you're playing. Are you in a situation where you're hoping to kind of, you, you're going to need to roll the dice and have a few unexpected big games? Or are you in a matchup where you're likely favored and you can go a bit more conservative? Yeah. So Teddy B, obviously the conservative choice, Lamar more of your boom or bust roll of the dice. Yeah. So That's that would factor into that as well. But yep. all things equal, I'd like side with Bridgewater. If you had to put money down right now, DraftKings, yeah. there's a prop. Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson, points. who scores more fancy points this week? Ugh. Even money. Yeah, I guess I would side with. Yeah, you're right. I'd go Teddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then use that information as a fancy owner, like you said, based on what you need right. from that right. position. Yes. Like if yeah. if you're desperate, like you're starting some like RB threes and fours right now, and to win your matchup, you gotta have a good game from someone. Then yeah, Lamar Jackson, because you're yeah. just you're just banking like okay, mm. we we gotta go go out here, get aggressive. Right. Exactly. I will say that anytime Lamar Jackson is on my bench, I will be incredibly uncomfortable i'm going to hate <laughs> yeah. it the entire time yeah, and think what am i doing this is potentially the most explosive fantasy player uh -huh. anywhere yeah. and you're just not and you're like yeah using that and they wow, get the to go my second round pick. seven or oh and eight at oh this eight, point yep. right yeah yep. Ugh, rough hey michael thomas will be back one of these weeks one of these <laughs> weeks so says the legend um oh. mile high memories asks on twitter is it me or are there fewer consistent fantasy stars this year? I feel like there are fewer and fewer guys that you can just lock in as top tier fantasy talent. Am I wrong? You're not. No, uh, spot on. With running back, injuries. that's absolutely yeah. wide receiver. We could go through my preseason top 20. I would venture to say 14 have underperformed because of injuries. Mm-hmm. It's been a disaster. I almost feel like it makes it more exciting, though, which is like it's been I don't fun. I don't want to say that it's I like fun, injuries man. by any means, but like the fact that you have to do more work in season, I think, gives everyone more of a chance, and it also just like yeah, it's been great. It just introduces more of like a competitive element mm -hmm. rather than like oh, you have Alvin Kamara and this other guy, so you win every single matchup. Like oh, you have Lamar Jackson and Travis right. Kelsey, so you just win. No, everything. it's that year where you're like five and O team. Now it's like, man, all yeah. of a sudden Drake's injured, Eckler's injured. I don't have my starting quarterback and Dak Prescott yeah. anymore. It requires like, more I gotta work, switch but it's up. more rewarding. Yeah. And even quarterback wise, you know, we haven't had George Kittle's been injured. I mean, across the board, the big guys you expected, it's been, it's true. Yeah. Um, it's actually a great point by Mel High Memories. I really appreciate him chiming in with that. Kale, do we have any relevant uh, questions to hit up before we get out of here? Just the one here. Yeah, standard scoring Rojo or Gaskin. Oh. Where are the Bucks going up against this week? The, the Dolphins. At the Giants. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, but. And Gaskin against the Rams. It's Ronald Jones. It's Ronald Jones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to take Gaskin. And. 
Oh no! Is the sun cost fallacy? Sun cost fallacy going no, it's on? Not, what fallacy? They're on a bye week. Don't talk him out of it. Well, you 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 know you've you've it's lost one guy. bet on Gaskin that you probably should have <laughs> won, but I force you into like <laughs> oh very unfavorable it terms. Was still a good start. I'm That's what Gaskin. I'm saying. Like Rojo's the obvious start here, but are you done? I don't is think this so. Sun cost fallacy. He literally just disappointed this last <laughs> week, whereas Gaskin was true. on a bye and had two good weeks prior to that. Also, the Giants. I think they're more beatable in the secondary. So they're oh, like they a pass funnel defense. Yeah. And guys like Daryl Henderson that were supposed to have really good games against the Giants didn't. Have struggled. Um, I love that you're making an argument for this. That's sound. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to take a bet here. Sound. Yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Gaskin, Rojo, straight oh, up yeah. points. Add straight that up. to the tally for this All week. Right. Love it. Any love it, on the, fellas. Uh, on the comments? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the questions on Twitter, Discord, here on the live stream. Tune in. Check out that DMVR Fantasy Podcast feed. We are still posting those episodes in the DMVR Broncos Podcast feed. We won't do that forever. So please help us out. Sub to that other feed so you don't miss any pods. And, uh, yeah, support DraftKings. Thank you for tuning in. Check out uh, that other pod. Shout Ask out us to really Matt as well for, for uh, checking in, even if you just wanted to uh, shit talk us. There Appreciate you go. It, man. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, guys, thank you. And uh, we will catch you again audio only Tuesday.